Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We pastors. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20 down. Five touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you, November 2nd, 2023. This is Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. That's producer extraordinaire Justin Scooter Dingus Kalen. I'm TJ Walker. We've got Corey Price in studio for Trivia Thursday. Traffic has Roush running just a little bit behind, but he'll be here sooner rather than later. And we'll get to chat with old Nick Roush, see how he's doing. And hope everybody's doing well on their Thursday morning. Get it kicked off the right way by stopping at a Thornton's. I really think that's why Roush is running behind as he went and got his free coffee Thursday. And nobody can blame him for that. You can do it if you're a Refresher Rewards member at Thornton's. And you can text on in to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Best way to get in touch with the show. We do our best to try to read all of them. Sometimes after very disappointing losses to your rivals, you don't get around to every single one of them because people are venting and frustrated, and we totally understand all that. Corey Price, how are you? How was your Halloween? We talked a lot about Halloween yesterday, but didn't get to talk to you yesterday. So did you have a good Halloween? I know you appreciate the holiday as much as I do. Uh, I do. Uh, unfortunately, with my work, uh, the, the last week of the month, uh, we, we were pre- uh, pretty late, so I, I actually didn't get to work till 8. So, uh, didn't pass out any candy or anything. Just came home and, uh, watch, watch some TV and it was kind of, kind of boring. But, uh, so I had my, uh, my marathon on, uh, Sunday, which was pretty nice. And yeah. Long. Yeah. I was hoping to come swing by. I wasn't able to, but did everything go well with the marathon? Where, yes. Uh, you, you, how long was it? Like, it was 18 hours from 6 a.m. till midnight. It was, it was long. He plans it out. Do you still, did it stick to the plan for the most part on your it, time? You it, have show times and everything. It, it did. Yep. That's impressive. Yeah. Really well done. Well, good. I'm glad yeah. it went well and no fun having to work, but at least yeah. you got to hopefully get off and, and watch some, some scary movies when you got home. Uh, Scoots, the world series is over. It is. Did you watch it on your Wednesday night? I need to hear what Scoots did last night. I need to hear it now. I did not watch it. Um, the plan, I think, was to watch it. I, I initially turned it on, and then I rem- remembered. Geez, words are hard. Um, I remembered that Survivor was last night. So I don't haven't really done the thing where I watch Survivor on Wednesday all season long. But for whatever reason, last night I was just I was feeling the itch. So 
We watched Survivor last night. I fell asleep with about two minutes to go in the episode, um, which was unfortunate because it was an electric tribal council. Uh, but then I went to bed. So I was in bed by 9.30 last night, got plenty of sleep, feeling good today. Didn't watch Survivor. I, I watched junk reality TV show, but uh, again, catching up on endless episodes of Big Brother. But I did, after we were done with the stupid reality TV shows, I did flip it on. I don't know, it was like the fifth inning or something, and the guy had a no-hitter. I was like, oh, well, this is pretty cool. World Series no-hitter gets through the sixth inning. I'm like, well, crap. I don't want to watch this entire baseball game. <laughs> but it's 0-0, seventh inning, World Series, no-hitter going on. I felt like as uh, the you know nickname, the sports talker, you feel obligated to have to watch. And then... Right when I was watching the no hit, like the no hitters broken up right there in the seventh. Was that Eovaldi that had the no hitter? Mm-hmm. No, it was the Diamondbacks guy. Oh, really? Who was pitching for them? Uh, for, I, mm. Not not the right radio show to be asking <laughs> uh, those questions. Wow, Ooh, I don't know if Roush's mic is on. Don't know if he knew that you came in. The, I didn't in, know Roush was in, here. In yeah, the studio. You should have just assumed. You should have <laughs> smelled well, the south end. You know, come what, on uh, in. you know what assuming does. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't. You know, they said I, it a million times, but. I did in one ear out the other. Where I saw the tweet. And oh, is that Gallon? Yeah, I, it's he's related to uh, Corey Leader, uh, their first cousins. Um, Boo! But I did the thing where I turned it on too. TJ I was Boo. like, "Oh, they had a no hitter going. Let me check it out." And uh, I was a little late. It was an old tweet, and it was five to nothing when I turned it on. Yeah, I like that you have a no hitter, and then you finish with a nine hitter. Yeah, yeah. I really in the, opened in the, the floodgates. In the, in the final few innings, yeah. So, uh, Yay ended up scoring one in the seventh when they broke up the no-hitter, and then no drama really heading to the bottom of the ninth because the Rangers put up a four spot in the top of the ninth. And Evaldi, who I like a lot, he gets the win. And that does stink for Gallon. He gets the loss. And the Rangers are your World Series champions, and come March, April, May next year, we'll all forget it. We will certainly forget First it. First time they've ever won. Yeah, which that that's pretty crazy. They've been a franchise for 63 years um, and had never won a World Series. Who was the greatest Texas Ranger, greatest Texas Ranger ever, TJ? Uh, Adrian Beltre. Josh okay. Hamilton. Oh, that's a good callback. Nolan Ryan. I was going to say, I can't. <laughs> it's got to be Nolan I, Ryan, right? <laughs> yeah. But, like, outside of Nolan Ryan, I, I was struggling to think of people. A-Rod got the big deal to go there but wasn't good for the Rangers. Rafael Palmero played there a little bit. Like. Yeah, okay. Good one, yeah. Good one, yep. He's a big fan of the juice and mustaches. Yeah. Big fan of mustaches. Um, but, yeah, they ha- that was the first time they went 11-0 and on the road. Uh, that's the uh, uh, Major League Baseball record. You don't typically get um, first in Major League Baseball because they've been playing it for 100,000 years. Granted, they're playing a lot more postseason games now, I think, than they were. Right. You know. A lot more. Yeah, but still, 11-0 is pretty pretty remarkable. I also saw a fun stat that um, it, this was from Chris Vanini, who said, we live in a golden age of championship parity. The NFL, there's been five different winners in the last six seasons. Major League Baseball, nine different World Series champs in the last 10 years. NBA, five straight years with a new champion. NHL, six in the last seven. NCAA football, four out of the last five. Basketball, seven of the last eight. And women's basketball, five straight with different shapes. So, a lot of parity right now, um, which makes it easy for me to forget 
uh, who won the last baseball World Series. Because, like yeah. you said, I'm totally there's no way this is sticking. Mm-hmm. No, not a chance. No, I won't even remember that the Diamondbacks were the other team playing in it. Because who won last year? The Phillies. Phillies. Yep. They beat. No, no, no. They lost. Oh the yeah, Astros, they did lose. Yeah. Right. The Astros. No, no. I thought the Phillies beat the Astros. Phillies did beat the Astros. I thought the Phillies won the World Series. No, the Phillies did not win the World Series. It was. No, they did because they were the sixth seed, and everybody was making such a big deal about it how they rolled through the playoffs. Well, did they? I think it they was won. the it was the Astros. I told the you, Scoots, right. they, the like, right. they, it's very public. Pardon my take. They've got their producer. They make fun of him for being a loser. The Phillies did not win the World Series. Suck it, Scoots. I wasn't the only one saying it. TJ was too. I, but I sucker. wasn't confident about it. <laughs> I, I, admitted, admittedly, I said I thought it was the Phillies, but uh, I don't know for sure. And I just let you two, who were more confident, battle it out. All right, I'll take the confidence down next time. Do we remember who won the year before the Astros? Did, did the Nationals? The Braves. Come on now. Oh, Braves. There we go. Corey got that one. The year before the Braves. Was it the Nationals? Boy, uh, it was the Dodgers. I think it was the Dodgers. But do you remember who they played? Because I was sure as poop don't. It was the Rays. Wow. Oh, yeah. It, Tampa Bay Rays. The year before that, Ooh. the Nationals versus the Astros, and I could tell you 18 because Red Sox fan, I remember that one. Best team in baseball in our lifetime. Why do I think that the, the Nationals Red have Sox. won a recent World Series? Am I crazy? The Nationals won in 19. Okay. All right. All right. I'm not glad I wasn't crazy. Completely crazy. Oh, you're crazy. All right, buddy. Oh, you're yeah. crazy. I'm crazy for a little trivia today. <laughs> Corey, when do you want to jump into it? Uh, we can do it now if you want. Have our morning pleasantries been suffice? Have they been pleasant enough? <laughs> yeah. Roush, what been were pleasant. you? What? How was your Wednesday? Oh, it's just it's been great. What's new? It's, Let's. I, I wake up every day and say, "What's going to go wrong today?" And that's kind of where I'm at. Well, was, it's it's well, either what? it's either the car or the roof or something. It's one of the two. This morning it was, uh, so, so took messed up car from the transmission shop. They said, "Oh, don't worry, it's not a transmission thing." But you do got to take it somewhere else to go get fixed. I'm like, oh, so another mechanic stop. That'll be fun. Mm. Uh, but the little light is turned off right now, so that's good. But I was like, I, you know, I probably shouldn't drive around with it if I got to get this valve or whatever changed. I'll take the old POS van. Well, I forgot that old POS van, the blower, like sometimes the heat works, sometimes it does not work. So that's not ideal. I, you can scrape your car off. You still need the blower to work because it'll still fog up. And I pulled down the street and I was just like, "Nope, turn right back around. This is this is a one way ticket to doomsday." So, uh, yeah, that that's why I was running a little bit behind this morning. Well, you're here now, though. Yep, made Set it here safely. Yep, made it safely. Most important. Uh huh. Um, one boy's got a haircut today. That they had doctor's appointments yesterday, and everybody's good. Uh, shockingly, baby does not. He, 97th percentile in height that checks out only fourth percentile in head size so oh no so ba- hey baby's lucky man he didn't he didn't get his dad's head yeah that that, that he jeans can be rough when it comes to head size if you're a roush i believe it and uh, also ear size uh fortunately he does have ears that's good what's yeah. the what's the weight percentile uh like, he's big boy oh uh, yeah it wasn't it was like 50th or something oh, okay. it wasn't too crazy yeah so, um, but he, he handled it like a champ, even though when they pricked his finger, it just, mm. it was bleeding like a scary movie. Just could, wouldn't stop. Multiple band-aids, still just blood everywhere. So but Lucy had like a little jaundice when she was born. So the first five days of her life, we had to take her into the, well, you're at the hospital for like the first two of them. But then the first days after bringing him home, we had to go in. Put her in the tanning ev- bed. Every day. No, not that. 
just get blood drawn just to make sure that it was like we had like right a little direction. like that a little electric blanket thing that helps when they sleep at night. Uh-huh. That's like the light, the neon light thing. I forget what it's called. So wild how like this was only, you know, in 2021, but it seems like so long ago because you're only doing it for such a short amount of time. You're doing yeah. it for like a week or two weeks. So it's not like you're an expert in the ordeal. So I forget what that blanket's called, but we were having to do that. But we were having to take her in every morning to get blood drawn just to make sure that everything was going in the right direction. And it was, and we were lucky and we were happy and we were fortunate about that. But them pricking like a three-day-old baby's foot to get blood out was, I still think, probably like the maddest I've been as a parent, like three <laughs> days in, just being like, okay, I think that's enough blood. I think you got it. I think she's good. She's good. That's enough blood. And then there's like a new nurse, and she's like, oh, not a good prick. I'm going to have to do another one. It's like, I, I'm sure it's fine. Like, a, blood is blood. <laughs> Let's just let it leak out a little bit more. Uh, having to see your kid get like shots or get pricked, I don't know, maybe I'm just a baby. I'm still not used to it. It started just, started just, early on that I was just like. Sounds eh. like good parenting, Corey. Out, out it on sounds that. amazing. Yeah, he's out just out that. here to, to defend his uh, daughter. He doesn't want her to get hurt. <laughs> Guess I'm a hero, not like to see my my child in pain. I don't know. I, I, I don't think about it too <laughs> often. Cue the and they say that a hero can save. <laughs> uh, we're probably gonna need some saving on trivia today, but first, uh. if you text in in the first segment, we like to read it on air, and some pertain to Kurt, Corey Corey Price. Of course, follow him on Twitter. At Corey P O eight zero eight is his Twitter handle. Somebody says Corey's marathon one thousand percent sticks to the time schedule. Yeah, well, if you're gonna make a time schedule, you may as well stick to it. That was the first time texter too. By Do the you way, have a, a personal favorite? Uh, I mean, the, the original the, Halloween, the first one. Yeah, yeah it's like nine, it, nine it nine is, close. It yeah. is the best. Yep. Yeah. Uh, John getting in early in the morning. He says, John here, good morning. Wow, sad news to hear about legendary coach Bob Knight. Yeah, passed away yesterday. We had that written down to talk about today. It goes, Rupp Knight Wooden as my top three college basketball coaches of all time. Coach Knight would get you a chair if you did not have a seat or if you had a (laughs) crick in your neck. He could easily help you out with his bare hands. All choking, uh, I mean joking aside, Coach Knight could really have helped Coach Cal get the job done in 15 after all the 76 Hoosiers led by Kent Benson was the last team to go undefeated. Okay, this is way too long. I apologize. I have our Cats winning tonight by 30-plus. All right, y'all be good. I will chat with you later. Uh, John, we'll talk a little bit more about Bob Knight and his passing yesterday. Another texter says, Pudge the catcher for the Rangers. <laughs> a Madge from the warehouse. And then another texter says, Scoots, I don't know if he was the general to you or not, but if you want to swap something for this, I could make a deal. He was a legit coach, and it looks like it's a Bob Knight business card, 25 anniversary calendar card or something along those lines. Scoots, are you interested in that? Uh, Probably not, no. I'm more interested in what him dying is going to do for the team this year. You always said that you respected Tom Crean more as an IU head coach than Bob Knight, right? That's one of your... Your take. I don't think I've ever had that take, but I like the way Tom Crean carried himself more than Bob Knight. Uh-huh. Which, uh, is, Which is, you never saw Bob Knight kissing his son on the lips. I mean, I'd rather a coach kiss his son on the lips than do some of the things that Bob Knight did. That's true. A lover, not a fighter. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We'll talk more about it a little bit later, unless the trivia is centered around Bob Knight trivia, Corey. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's not. <laughs> Thankfully not. <laughs> All right, what do we got on trivia this morning? Dun, 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 dun. All right, so uh, yeah, uh, music, on Monday, the Cats will start their 121st season of basketball. So I figured I'd do some 
season opener trivia. Oh, love it. For you guys. Oh, man. I'm yeah. sure there's some unforgettable games in here. Thankfully, we had the Champions Classic sprinkle it in a little bit. But. Yeah. For a, for a few years. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, since 1930, what school has defeated Kentucky the most in a season opener? Hmm. So, here's the thing you got to think about, too, TJ. They played Louisville on an opener a time or two. And, and also in the 70s, I don't think they would play Indiana in the opener, but they, it was all games like that. I always like remember, I think they games. played Notre Dame a little bit in the opener as well. Notre Dame actually might be a good... <clears throat> Uh, I, might, I think it feels like a good guess. I don't think you know it was like permanently the opener or anything like that. Um, but the, it was it would be a team like that though, like a non-conference like name. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, how about we uh, actually? There's another team that I know Kentucky's played a lot in the opener too. North Carolina. They had a little bit of a series there for a while in the 70s, and Kentucky has a losing record against them. Do you want to go North Carolina? Let's, let's give North Carolina a try. All right, North Carolina. You had the right state. It's it's uh, Duke, unfortunately. Oh, wow. Because the Champions Classic. They've lost him four times in the season opener. Uh, 1979, 1980, 1988, yeah. yeah, I think y'all Cats, get a half point for that. Cats have lost five out of the last six against Duke, which is not what we're looking for. It's going back five, to like 98, correct? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They've lost nine out of the last 11. Yeah, it's not great. Not great. Dating yeah. back to the national championship game, which I guess, you know, we'll take that one. Yeah. Uh, so Rupp was 40 and one in season openers while at UK. So. What was the only school to defeat Kentucky in a season opener with Rupp as head coach? Ooh. Well, you may want to, you, you know, you'd be, you'd, you'd lean towards Duke, but I don't think it was Duke. Well, uh, when was when was think, his last year? I don't year. think Corey would do that. Yeah. No, it, well, he gave us the years. Rupp was before those. Okay. Yeah, yeah those were like late seven Oh, yeah, years. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. I would I would just maybe go Notre Dame, just playing, playing the other. Playing, playing that, those, those hits that we went back to? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, why not? I feel like it's either them or like Ohio State. I don't know why I would think Ohio State. There's no reason why that comes to my mind. But Notre Dame. It was Virginia Tech in 1962-1963. Mm. My great-grandfather would have nailed it. Oh. The rambling wreck of Virginia Tech. Yep. Yep, there you go. I bet Rupp wasn't happy about that one. Nope. No. Well, he was. that's his only one, so it wasn't, wasn't too bad. That's true. Uh, that's true. Since 1930, only once... Has Kentucky lost a season opener in consecutive seasons? What were those two seasons? Oh, gosh. Could be recent. Yeah. But I don't... I don't I don't remember any either in Cal. I think the an 20... season opener. 20, the, 20, the, the nine-win team. They, I do think they won their second game. Maybe their first game. But that wouldn't be actually. That's probably the answer then, because they would have lost uh, the Champions Classic the the year after in twenty one, correct? Yeah. To do, that's probably it. Well, okay. Well, we can go with that. Yeah. It is a century, but it's a little uh, back further. It's two thousand, two thousand one. They lost to St. John's, and two thousand one, two thousand two to Western Kentucky. 
Oh, wow. Patrick the Sparks Patrick Sparks, Sparks game. Yeah. Yeah. Sparks game yeah. And I, I forgot. The, so the St. John's game, too, that was the Jimmy V Classic, right? And they uh, were. I think so. I, I think, don't remember that St. John's game. And I think if they won that, they were going to play somebody big in Madison Square Garden. And since they lost at Rupp, they had to play like a bad team. Well, that was that's what happened with, I think, VMI or Gardner-Webb. One, yeah, of those two games, of, one of those okay. two games was yeah. like the, C, the, the, the 2K, 2K sports class. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they actually, after that, they changed their formats for that, where it was like, all right, these are the teams that are going. We'll do preliminary games, but they don't right. matter. Right. Like, they're not yeah. a tournament anymore. We we can't have – who was it? Was it VMI or Gardner-Webb? It was Gardner-Webb. I was at Rupp for that game. It was, it was bad. Who were, then, they, who were they supposed to play, and they didn't, like in the second that, I think I don't, it was like UConn or somebody up in Madison Square yeah. Garden. and then – and then was that the one that was on Billy G's birthday? I don't know when. <laughs> one of the two, one of those two games were his birthday, and they lost. And it was like, oh boy! Happy but it's so early Billy. in like the ten years, so you wanted to be like, where well, you want to give this dude time, and it is his birthday. But I crumba, this is horrible. I think back then Billy drank like every day was was his birthday. So <laughs> good. All right, good trivia here. Uh, let's. I'm gonna look it up now. So, uh, UK has lost their season opener and advanced past the Sweet 16 of the NCAA tournament only twice. What were those two seasons? It was the Gardner-Webb game that was on his birthday. Gotcha. Um, recent years? Uh, one, there, one of them? Or the day after? Both are since uh, Rick came. Okay. So, both okay. since 90. Um, lose the season opener and then advance out of the first weekend? Yeah. Well, uh, the, well no, uh, p- past the Sweet 16. So okay, so the, the PJ Washington oh, team. Elite Eight or, or, or later. Yeah, yeah, because they all they talked, got crushed by Duke. And went to the Elite Eight. They went to the Elite Eight. So that's the one. So of that's them. Ni- that's 19. Yeah, and then um, past the Sweet 16. I don't think the Chuck Hayes team lost. Uh, you you kind of like think of Elite Eight teams. Um, well, we can. What about uh, we can name them going backwards? What about uh, Rick's '95 team that got smoked? 19, Elite Eight. 17, 15, 14, 14. I don't know if that was a season opener. They lost to Michigan State though in the Champions Classic. It wasn't a season opener. I don't think it was. I think it was a second game. Yep. Um, yeah, John Wall hit that shot too, but that was also the season. Yeah, they didn't yeah. lose. Yep. Eight, oh seven, oh six. Oh five, I don't think lost their opener. What about the it. team that lost to Western Kentucky? Did they go to the Elite Eight? Yeah, oh two, oh three. Yeah, they, they lost. They no, went they, to the Elite Eight. Oh three, and that's the Dwayne team. Dwayne Wade yeah. lost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll go the eighteen nineteen team, and then the oh two, oh three team. We got eighteen nineteen right. We did lose to Duke, and obviously made it to the Elite Eight. It was actually 1996-1997. Lost to Clemson in the season opener and huh. made it all the way to the national title game. Wow. Yeah, I would not have. Clemson, too? Yep. Gross. Yep. What a gross wasp. Ooh. So did we get the years wrong on that 2003 team? Did they not lose their opener? Right. It was 01 when, oh. when they lost to gotcha. uh, uh, Western. Gotcha, gotcha, yep. gotcha. Okay. All right, Corey. What else we got? All right. Last one. UK has defeated a team ranked in the top 10 of the AP poll in a season opener three times. Who were those uh, three three teams? Uh, and I'll give you a hint. They've beaten one team twice. So it's two two different teams or schools. Um, okay. So we had the brief. Did Kentucky ever win a Champions Classic when it was the first of the season? I think they won one. 
So like Michigan State. Yeah, could be good, one. That's a good guess. I think that Maxi team was at the opener though. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, All that right, was that's it. A, that's a good. So that's, that, a, that's so, a safe so guess. So Michigan State, and then um, who else could they have played early in the year? Always have the Notre Dames and Louisville's to go to, but I don't know. Yeah. Is there? Huh. Who are you thinking? Why is UCLA the team that's popping in my head? I, but I don't think it would have been them. I don't know. No. All right. Well, we um, I feel like we like our stumped. Michigan State guests. Do we just go back to the North Carolina well? I don't remember us beating them when we played early in the season. I remember Jared Carter playing there once. Oh, uh, yeah, we can go. We can do that. All right. North Carolina and Michigan, Michigan State. State. They did beat number one Michigan State in 2019-2020, and TJ brought up the school, but y'all didn't give it as a, as a final answer. They beat Louisville twice as a top 10 team. Numbers, they were n- n- number six in 1983 and 1984, and when they were number seven in 1993-1994. Uh, we'll give it to me. We'll go ahead and say I got the Louisville one right. All right, we did Man, it, Roush. So the dream Better game two do. was the season opener. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. And they were top 10, and they lost because... They're Louisville. They, they are. They they, they, they do, be they do lose. Yep, um, they really, really do. Oh man! All right, well, that was fun. I like the basketball trivia. Cats take on Kentucky State tonight. Uh, what can you tell us about Kentucky State, Corey? It's located in Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Yep. Uh, I think they're called the Thoroughbreds. Yeah, yeah and accurate. It's, it's spelled, spelled weird. weird. I love it. So I love weird. the way it's spelled. Uh, the Cats are four zero playing against Kentucky State. First meeting in two thousand one. The Cats have scored over 110 points in three out of the four meetings, never giving up more than 63 points against Kentucky State, and most recently playing last year when Kentucky beat them by uh, a lot, uh, 111 to 53. So it should probably be more the uh, same. The Unity Series, what's your favorite history of the Unity Series, Roush? uh, Playing Flamu. I love, they they don't go by Flamu as their official acronym, but they should. Florida mm-hmm. A&M University Rattlers. Mm-hmm. Great uh, great color combination with the green and orange. Uh, a lot of fun. The old Flamu Rattlers. Didn't uh, Curtis Pulley transfer to uh, FAMU from, from, oh, uh, wow. from UK? That's a good... Uh, like 05, I think that's there. accurate. Curtis Pulley, great NCAA college football video game player. <laughs> yes. Uh, because that was the year he got kicked off, but he was on the team already. You know, like they didn't, he didn't update rosters or anything. And that was the, Woodson ended up having his breakout year. I yeah, guess it would have been that in was 06. 06. Yeah. 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 Uh, but Pulley, yeah, he got kicked off. Running quarterbacks on video games. A lot of fun. Corey, when's the last time UK lost an exhibition game? When was the last Olympics? Um, uh, 2000, 2000, 2001, somewhere in there. Always fun to stump Mr. Uh, yeah. Trivia. Yeah. So. It, could, it was, uh, I know they had to, Hit a last-minute shot. The Bogans team did against athletes. Well, uh, do you do you count the 2014-2015 team? That is a little bit of a trick question. That 2014 yeah. loss to the Dominican Republic yeah, okay. is technically yep. the last exhibition loss. Yeah. Uh, I would give it to you either way. You're very close on the year for the other one. It was a loss to Team Nike, 84 to 75, back in 2002. 2002. When's the last time they lost an exhibition to an actual school? To like another college? College, yeah. Uh, it depends. Is Montecantini? Well, well, I think that's. I, a, don't think, it's I, think, a I think that's an, a place in Italy. Do you consider Australia a school? No. Ninety-three. Nope. Like no. an American what college. About Soviet Union. Yeah, USSR. What about, the, what about the Soviet Union nope. in ninety-one? We got count. crushed at Memorial Coliseum. 
Uh, so we wild. lost a heartbreaker to Yugoslavia in 86, if that's what you're referencing. <laughs> Scoots, um, here's here's one. Can you name the last time Louisville lost an exhibition game to an actual school? Uh, yeah, wasn't it somewhat recently? Last week, I think, right? I don't think Kentucky's ever lost an exhibition to another college. Hmm. Looking that's pretty on my good. Re- they lost to the Phillip Oilers, which looks like it was just the Phillip 66 gas station team in yeah, 48. Yeah, like all-stars. All they lost to Israel. I mean, they've lost to countries, <laughs> and they've lost to like the Team Nike All-Stars, but I don't see an exhibition loss to another college, which is a little fun piece of trivia, Scooch, we yeah. may have stumbled upon. Mm-hmm. So, UK's never lost to Kentucky Wesleyan in an exhibition? No. No. Is that what no. you're saying? No. no. Okay. Or one more run. Right. No. Kentucky, uh, Kentucky's wow. played Kentucky Wesleyan a lot, and they have lost to them, uh, but it wasn't in 2023. It was in 1927. Oh, oh. I see. Mm-hmm. So, 100 years ago almost. So, was that an exhibition? In, in 1918, Kentucky played Kentucky Wesleyan, and they tied, but the scores, the, a scores error did not discover that it was a tie until after the game. Wow. <laughs> I'd love to read more about that. Uh, all right, we got to take our break, Corey. couldn't count all 20 points <laughs> yeah. ever scored. Hold on, hold on. Somebody's off on this. Uh, Dude was falling asleep at the wheel. It was 1918. The Great War was roaring. It, a lot was going on. They couldn't worry about uh, counting Cigarettes being smoked in the gym. Absolutely. <laughs> Corey, thank you so much for your trivia this Thursday. It's, it's a Thursday tradition that I Here, love. Here's uh, one final question, Corey. Are the Cats going to get right in Starkville? Ooh, good question. I think so, yeah. I mean, uh, what Leary did uh, this past week, I, I see him doing that or something close to that. Uh, the, the, the past defense for the Bulldogs isn't ideal, so yeah. I think so. And I think they'll get Davis going again, so yeah. I hope, I hope you're right, Corey. Corey Price. We talk to him every Thursday. You can follow him on Twitter 24-7 at Corey P08. Thanks, Corey. We'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. You want to have what they call the social skill. That's why you never have any friends except for your mama. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. All the Halloween decorations are done and put away. Wow. Which is great. That's expeditious. We have a lot of Halloween decorations. I like to pride myself on my speediness of getting decorations down. The holiday's over. Get over. Let's get. Let's Sounds move on. Cruel. Let's move on with it's, it. That's cruel. Got to move quick with it. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't like especially that. the outside. Like November first, almost every November first, my outside decorations will be gone. But I had a hankering. <laughs> What's that? That just cracks me up. It doesn't take long. Holiday's over. I don't need Halloween stuff on November first or November second. Your kid doesn't like having them up. She had them up for a month. Hope she enjoyed them. Time to go. Sound like such a jerk about it. It's over. The day is over. Ended now. We, Never see him again. We told her on Halloween, you know, like when you wake up, this you're not going to see this stuff. Although she would have seen it, if, but she's in a car seat, so she wouldn't actually see it. But when she got home, it was all gone. 
Uh, so that felt good, but it was busy, busy day, busy night at the Walker's household. We let Salsaritas take care of us for dinner. They brought it right to our door. We ordered it on the app. It's super easy to use. And while I was taking down stuff, all of a sudden, look out in the driveway, a nice Salsaritas delivery driver dropping off my quesadilla, three tacos for the wife, a little kid's meal for little Lucy. And we were all very happy. Tons of chips. Uh, the season seasoning on the chips, Scooch, you would have been very proud. It was well-seasoned chips, wildly addictive, and you can do the exact same, whether it's just for dinner like we did or if it's for catering. Salsaritas can bring it right to your front door. Download the Salsaritas app and save today or it can be waiting for you at the store. So if you're out and about running errands and you say, all right, well, I'm, I got to I got a train here. I can get on the app and order my lunch. And before you know it, five, 10 minutes later, when you get to the store, it's going to be there waiting for you. Salsaritas, we love them. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthews. Check them out today. Roush, there's a lot to talk about. Corey Price hanging out for the rest of this segment, by the way. So he's just going to be, he's he's Mike number three, or I guess number four, three or four, whatever one you want to call it. Number, th- number three in here, number four overall. But It's good to know. I thought he left as Mike was down. He's here. Okay. We could also, I think about, I thought about this, Scoots, how we could just do our normal like video meets and just all mute our mics. That way you can see Roush. Well, theoretically, we, you could see Corey. I think we ultimately need to get a different setup spot for that computer. So I'll look into that today, see if I can rig something up. Yeah. Well, not, not the end of the world. Not the end of the world. Yeah. I don't need to see your face, Scoots. I don't need to see yours. But he's still here. Uh, so, Roush, where, where do you want to get to? We're going to obviously talk more about the Kyle Tucker, John Calipari article that's got everybody all sorts of fired up on the Thornton's text line. How about we get to text and let them kind of take, let, let, the, let them be our guy? Yeah, we can talk more Bob Knight, obviously. I, I think we're done with the World Series. UK plays a basketball game tonight. We're not yep. going to talk a lot about Kentucky State necessarily, but we will talk about what we want to see from huge, the Cats. Huge and- football night, too. Big multi-screen night. Oh, yeah. Big big football night. Uh, NFL game I'm kind of weirdly excited about. I am with the college, too. What's the college one? Uh, Troy, USA. Well, rivalry, John Summerall. And then... Uh, you know, I love two... John Summerall, but I'm a big USA guy. Ooh. Lo- love the troops. Old South Alabama. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, different one. Mm. Uh, that's a big That's a big rivalry game. And uh, if uh, Troy wins that, they'll be 7-2 and two and 5-1 and one in the league this year. So they, that could basically lock up a spot in the Sun Belt title game if they can get a rivalry game win tonight. Um, they also, I think, they have a pretty cool trophy for it too. So I'll what, love, is, what is it? I, and and I think I think it's more than just a belt, but I think they've got both, um, like uh, a championship belt and then something else. Um, but they call it like one of the South's oldest rivalry, even though it's it's not. They wouldn't lie about stuff like that. No, they never would. They never would. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Then, they. They. It's a. It's a belt. It's just a wrestling belt. But it's still kind of cool. Like. I'll have to take your word for it. Passing around a wrestling belt. There's uh, two Power Five games too. Um, you will not catch me dead in a. I don't know. Uh, I, I was gonna have. We some won't saying. catch you. You heard it here first. You won't count <laughs> but, catch Roush dead. But not. There's a no. Vampire. No way I'm playing Syracuse ever again. They were complete bums last week. Pretty sure they're. Three point dogs tonight, um, and then Wake Forest. Wake Forest, they sucked really fast. They're playing Duke tonight, and they're it's uh, Texas Tech is playing tonight. That was the other game. TCU, I mean, Roush doing TCU's a great, doing fell, a great job apart. getting everybody pumped yeah, up yeah. for the games tonight. TCU, Texas Tech at seven, 
Uh, that's just two teams that are probably looking for more bowl eligibility than anything more than that. Yeah. Wake Forest, Duke. Wake, uh, yeah, Wake For I couldn't believe like Wake Forest is almost a two touchdown dog. I mean, they were a nine ish win team with Sam Hartman a year ago. Yeah, I'd be almost did, tempted to take Wake Forest. How did they not and I know they had the other guy, Jamie Newman, previously. They they've been on a good run with Cawson this year. They've just sucked. They like fell off a cliff. South Alabama and Troy tonight. I'd do a Texas Tech, Wake Forest. Troy with the points parlay. I think that's the that's the play. I don't feel overly confident about that, but if you're looking for a little skin in the game, and then in the professional ranks, Corey, Will Levis getting back out there tonight, right, getting yeah. the start, going on the road to Justin Kalen and Nick Roush's Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, what is it? Steelers two, two, two and a half. Two and a half, three-point favorites. I, I, I like what our, our Steelers going into this, if they can just keep Kenny Pickett on his feet. Is Kenny Pickett playing? Yes. I love the Steelers minus two and a half tonight. I know. For what it's worth, love it, absolutely love it. Love his first road game. Like people are going to think Pittsburgh. he's God's gift of green earth. When, in like, Pittsburgh, he played well, but it was all explosive. Don't you all plays. think that line's yeah. a little stinky? That like everybody's kind of thinking all this. Like it's Will Levis's first true road game, and you can't expect DeAndre Hopkins to get three touchdowns this game. I don't you think the line's a little stinky? I think everybody agrees with you both. Both of really, I think, but I think two and a half. Like, like I think the average fan looks at that and they say two and a half. Pittsburgh's going to win by a touchdown. But the Steelers can't beat anybody with a like they can't score points. Are you who's going to bet them to win by more than three points against anybody? I'm almost tempted to take the Titans just because it is such a stinky line. I agree with you all that you would think that like Pittsburgh may not win going away necessarily because their offense are they even good enough to beat somebody going away? But they, you know, you would think that this would be like a. 17 to 13 game, boom, there's your cover. Ooh, 17 the, to 10 the, game, the total boom, there's your cover. went down two points last night from 38 and a half to 36 and a half. I mean, it is, it could be a very ugly affair. Um, I don't know what to make of it. Oh, it's up to minus, I, I, Pittsburgh I, minus three right now. Naturally too. agree with you all. Line's kind of all, all over the place. But with NFL lines, sometimes it's best to just play into the According stakes, to dude. DK, Tennessee has 57% of the bets are placed on the Titans. With the money? It just says, but it, it just has them as sides. It doesn't have the. Man, that's shocking. Yeah. Well, if Trubisky was playing. But no, I, Kenny's, I, I, Kenny's I could, expecting I, to play. I could kind of understand that. I are, could understand that. You, so it is a great TV night along with the Basket Cats. It just kind of stinks, though, because to do the multiple screens, like you can't do multi view for this. You've got to have your, your different apps up. That's why you got the Flex TV. Everybody's got one. You got to have one. I do the iPad iPad works too. It's a yeah. flex TV, just a very small one. Yes, that's true. It yeah. is a very small flex TV. Yeah. Uh, all right. I want to bring this up. I want to see if Corey's got an opinion on it or not. I'd, I'd, and Rash, I know you will have an opinion on it. The UK Tennessee football video that surfaced last night. I was kind of pissed that Peak put it out there. I don't know where he even put it on or where they pulled it. Steven just showed it to me, period. And I, I don't, I, I don't know where they got it though. Like, what was it? I, I know a Tennessee site pulled it, but uh, or a Tennessee Twitter account pulled it. But it, have well, you seen one of my video? buddies just sent me the deputy doofus tweet of it. So yeah, that's, that's where I actually and, saw and he, it. On he got media. it from a Tennessee fan, but I don't know where. Like, oh yeah, we put it on YouTube and it's got five thousand views. Uh-huh, it's got the views. Tennessee, they Gotta always do it for the, the views. views. Yeah, they always driving the views. Uh, Corey, have you seen this video? I have not actually. Did you no recall idea. what happened before the game though, from your seat in the press box? Uh, like the 
the Vols fans trying to sing or cheer while we were trying to sing Mile Could I Get Home or something or what? No. Uh, um, so after the – you have like the pregame, Kentucky runs onto the field, um, and the players, they march down to the end zone. Tennessee runs out of the tunnel, and the Kentucky players are standing in the way. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. And – at the time, I was like, what are you all doing? Um, Baryon's giving him a couple thumbs down. Um, They're bumping into each other. Yes. So, uh, good form, bad form? Um, yeah, uh, I would say bad. I mean, I, I know some of them go down to the end zone to, like, pray or whatever um, when they get to the field. Um, it looks like they kind of hung around long after they prayed and stuff, so I'd Probably well, not the best idea. The thing was is that that w- they hadn't prayed yet. Tennessee was late. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so, because I was about to say, like, guys, you idiots, what are you all doing? Get away from there. And then as soon as Tennessee takes the field, they kneel and pray. And then as t- after Tennessee takes the field, they go to the other end zone and they say their prayer. I guess, I th- I guess it's like an FCA thing, TJ, that like all schools do uh-huh. where they go to their end zone. So, yeah, um, I mean, should Baryon have done thumbs down? No, but like, I love that. Like the sheriff, he's so bad at rivalrying that. Like, he is really bad. He's at so it. bad at it. He, but he, like, he even he's just he's just so sad. He put out the video. and was like, I don't even know what to say about this. It's like you don't because you don't know what to no, feel about. No, because you it. knew and you knew too. As, as soon as you put it out, that you were going to be wrong, and they were going to be like, oh, so the, the you were he wanted to like call Kentucky players punks, uh, but he couldn't because they. They were going down there to pray, and Tennessee was taking their sweet time and didn't get out of the way. Yeah, if you're like Kentucky, shouldn't do that. Let the team run out, move to the side, go do your praying and stuff afterwards. It's not a good look for UK, and especially not a good look when you do that in your home stadium and then you lose. Yeah. So not a good look for Kentucky. Um, we look at that video significantly differently if UK wins, and at that point we don't care. Because you win, I don't think it's like if that's just not a good look. It's, but it's also like not like the it's kind of a nothing burger. Like it's lucky that it didn't turn into like a huge brawl, probably. Right, but like I mean, they they when they warm up, they're like right next to each other and they get jolly sometimes before games. The only thing was is with the Tennessee guys kind of getting in the way. It's like UK guys, could you just wait it on like the twenty for yeah. them to get out there? Like, yeah, I mean, I, I think Kentucky players knew what they were doing. I think that. Uh, it's lucky it didn't turn into a big fight where people maybe get taken out of the game before it even starts. And it's unfortunate that UK does this, which, you know, whatever. Back it up, though, and you didn't. You didn't back it up. That's the nice thing about Lynn Bowden. When he punches the Virginia Tech player in the face, he backed it up. Yep. And they won. Yep. Wasn't a good look for Lynn Bowden, but you know what? It turned into an awesome look for Lynn Bowden. Ended up being one of my most fun individual UK performances I've seen. And that was incredible. And he punched a dude in the face before it. And guess what? If you lose that game, it's pretty embarrassing. Look, your last game is a Kentucky Wildcat. Not only do you lose, you punch somebody in the face. Speaking, Not only are you losing to your rival, you were trying to start stuff with them before the game, and you couldn't finish it. So that's a, I, I just care about winning. Win. And then you can do all the stupid little side stuff you want. You can throw trash cans. You can do whatever you want. Um, speaking of punching in the face, was another rival punching each other in the face? What ha- what happened? 
Well, you know, there's just a lot of rumors about that going uh, around. Yeah. So many so that the U of L SID had to um had to issue a statement that no, there was not a fight at practice. I mean, that's all people were talking about for about a four hour window. Even Trilly Donovan was putting out um, uh, you know, we had to get out the Twitter bone saw for a little Twitter autopsy for some uh some tweets. Yeah, he said things were getting spicy at Louisville. The rumors that were hot and heavy were that you had an incident take place at a practice, uh, which, by the way, I'm actually at this part of the text line where Plumley Bros bringing this stuff up. This is from a message board poster on a UofL message board. Sounds like something did happen. It was posted on here, and apparently Mike Rutherford said something happened. Mike didn't say that unless he came back later and clarified, but Mike specifically said on radio that he's not going to talk about it because he doesn't know if anything happened. So I'll almost instantly question pushback on this message board poster. They continue and say it was posted on here that KP and Karan Davis got into it and it got to the point that security had to intervene. I would say that regardless of anything else, this is one of those times you always hear when the inevitable coaching termination is around the corner. And Plumley Bro goes on to say, my goodness gracious, talk about the wheels completely falling off the men's basketball program at the University of Louisville. So do we think a fight actually happened? Did Kenny bring the pain by any chance? <laughs> Be the most fight he's ever shown as the UofL head Probably coach. Is. The thing is, is I don't... When there's this much smoke, right? Like It didn't just come from nowhere, did it? Yeah, but on the flip side, if you're a L fan, and we talked about it a lot yesterday and a lot for the last year or so, like you're in such dire straits, wouldn't a good old-fashioned just sabotage campaign, wouldn't that, wouldn't that just do nothing but maybe help you out? Like what? who does this rumor hurt? Well, it, oh, Kenny Payne. If it's Kenny Payne with a player, right? But like they're, they're very well like a player just could have gotten in a fight with another player at practice, and that would be... Uh, it's normal in football, not as normal in basketball. That would be bad. So that that's where I think the smoke could be. But you're right. Louisville fans are looking for anything and everything. And this is going to happen all season long. Like, Oh, just, yeah. It's going to be all season long. There's going to be like – There'll be more drama, controversy, mm-hmm. players yelling at players, coaches getting mad at each other. Rutherford did report that the coaches had their first ever coaches-only meeting. Which wait no no they, I was like Mike that can't be true that you have they, coaches these coaches have been together for two years and they've never had a coaches only meeting yeah shouldn't right. that be like it's like a wh- daily thing yeah so that was kind of weird uh, you know I'm not saying Mike was wrong he could very well be right what about what is that. that was though the first time that they had a coaches only meeting <sighs> be pretty bad look be pretty bad look so I, I don't know I think something's going on at U of L and that something is just a lot of losing they basketball. just suck yeah, I yeah. Think that's the extent of it that's and then the something that kind of brings us back to Kyle Tucker in UK what's going on at Kentucky <laughs> and we'll talk about that in hour two because we've got to take our daily double break Corey thanks again for joining us no problem have a great day at work oh I will. kill it yeah we're gonna work don't, hard or don't. hardly work I'm going to hardly work, for sure. Yeah! All right, hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Take me by the hand If you want to I think this is how love goes Check yes or no
Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Raj. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Roll Big X Sports up. Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Thanks again to Corey Price for joining us on this Thursday morning. Chilly outside. I'm sure you're probably outside or already getting your day started, or maybe you're not. If not, good for you. Soak it all up because it's cold outside. But when you do get outside, hit a Thornton's, get you some free coffee on this Thursday or whatever other goodies you want, or maybe well, you just want some good old-fashioned gasoline. Mm-hmm. Oh, get some of that. Mm-hmm. Man, how annoying was it this morning waking up and your car was frosted after not being frosted yesterday? It, but it was frosted we're just gonna go. Days. We're just going to go every other day on the frostings of the car. You missed the frost yesterday? No, my car didn't have frost yesterday. It had frost on Tuesday, but not yesterday, and then this morning we had frost. Yeah, I don't – sounds like an Indiana thing. Because mm. we, we, the Roush House had frost uh, both a days. All three, you mean? Yes. That sucks. Yep. Not uh, great, Bob. No frost in the garage, folks. <laughs> yeah, which it just reminds me, like, let's just move this stuff out of our garage. Like, we have room. Man, I can't tell you how many appraisals I do of people. And I know people are thinking, like, well, when you're doing an appraisal, people may be moving. And you're right. Sometimes people are moving. But I can't. There are so many houses that people just utilize garage space for storage and not for cars. Well, my wife does it. She uses it to, like, do work things. Yeah, that's but understandable. It's, but it's, like, also, like, we can just move it to the side and park the car in there. But she, like, doesn't think the car. Oh, it's not enough room. Yeah, it's plenty of room. I if it's I a have two a two-car garage. There's plenty of room to park the car in there. Now, if it's, like, summer and you're not worried about, like, theft in your neighborhood and stuff like that, then leaving your car out in the summer so be it but in the winter having a garage and not utilizing it for car storage yes. is just loon e tunes to me and it happens a ton my dad when he lived at the house that we we bought he it's a two-car garage he just had so much crap in it that it was a one-car garage it was just like that is wild to me it was wild but uh sorry about the frost fellas all good Want me to get you a good scraper? I, uh, I th- you know, I thought I was going to be late this morning because I did the thing where I slept in a little bit longer because I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just get a few more extra minutes of sleep. Woke up at like 6.15 and I looked out my bedroom window and I saw my car and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be late. Do you remember some of the mornings Trevor would show up, Roush, at the oh, studio? He had to use like a CD. He'd use like a, a, like a, a Costco gift card mm-hmm. to... And he'd only do like literally like the thinnest <laughs> little spot where he was like, well, that's all my eyes need right there. <laughs> he was a TV star last night. Did you fellas see him? No. Oh, he, 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 went, he, went, to AEW, the, he yeah. went to the wrestling. Was it front row again? Unbelievable seats. Was it at Yum or what? Yeah, it was at the Yum. I love when Trevor gets out and about. And he has so much fun when he does that. I don't know why he doesn't do it more often. Yeah. Of course, I can't imagine how much money he spends to get, like, maybe he doesn't go out because he just 
saves up all his money for these amazing seats for this wrestling show once every year or every other year. Well, he was he was trying to get Rutherford to go with him because he had two tickets, and he made the comment that when you're buying tickets like he's buying, that they won't let you just buy one. So he always has to buy two. But yeah, I don't, but I don't he, think he found anybody to go with him last night. Yeah, that kind of made me sad. Yeah. He bought two tickets and just went by himself. And, and yeah, I, I believe that you couldn't break up that seat because the person selling them is going to want as much money and not just a single amount of money. But Trevor could have sold that one ticket. Sure. Yeah. Could have tried. Or invited Scoots. Could have tried to like sell it for $100. He had an open invite to the, the Rutherford listeners, and I guess... Nobody wanted to go. I can't That'd believe nobody took him up on it. My yeah. buddy, which I just cannot like, I, I, to each their own. I get it. There's there's a million things that I do that if people heard or knew or or they hear on the radio show and they're probably just like, "You're the weirdest dude in the world." I would never pay, or I would just never spend any of my free time to go to a wrestling show. Hmm. I get it. It's like a form of entertainment, just like a movie is, or just like a sporting event is. But just like knowing that it's fake. I just don't get like a thrill out of like fake acrobat entertainment of men fighting each other. It's just not for me. That being said, Trevor loves it. I love that he loves it. I love how good a CT gets. I had a buddy that went who sent me a video of Trevor. My buddy was much higher up than Trevor was, although probably just only in a physical sense, I'm sure, not in any other senses. <laughs> but it's probably a good thing that Trevor had an extra ticket because the woman that was sitting on the opposite side. So, like, if Rutherford was between Trevor and this other woman, this other woman was big girl. Oh. Big girl. <laughs> and we won't play. It's not Woman Weight Wednesday, so we're not even going to guess it because you all know that that wouldn't be appropriate. But it's probably a good thing they had an open chair because it didn't really look like there was an open chair. But I would have loved for Rutherford to be there and just be squished between those two people. <laughs> or even you, Scoots. would have been hilarious. Would have looked like a child on like an airplane. Just, I'd have made you know. Trevor sit next to her. Hopefully, you get a love connection out of it. And then would have got love handle <laughs> connection. <laughs> Probably connected. hey It was a funny video. Uh, but Trevor seems like he had an amazing time. I haven't caught up with him after the fact. But I hope it was great scripted entertainment for everybody. AEW would be more fun to go to than WWE, though, because they get a little more crazy with stuff. Like, I've only watched AEW one time, and the first match of the night was a tables, ladders, chairs match. Oh, nice. Like, that's normally the last match of the night <laughs> for WWE, awesome. so and that's do. how they started out their show. So they just bring in tables, chairs, and whatever? Yeah, it was awesome. They get a lot more crazy than WWE does. Iowa State, a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against ranked Kansas. Oh, always take them, take the ranked, uh, the the favorite at home against the unranked favorite at home against the ranked team. Is that is that a rule? Mm -hmm. Yep, that's a rule. That's a Spears rule too. Yep, they're favorite for a reason. Well, that would a lot of people would be on the Cyclones then. She moves her body like a cyclone. Speaking of cyclone, it was a twister going around Big Blue Nation yesterday. A lot of people wanting to argue, debate the Kyle Tucker story. Um, a lot of online narratives. I think, so yesterday, TJ, I kind of came to the conclusion, like, you know, we were building the, we were trying to fly the plane as we were building it during the show when this, it was released. But I essentially was like, I just don't, like a lot of what's said is stuff that we already know that we talk about every single day. But what I, 
I think the part that I came to the conclusion on is that like, A, not everybody knows some of this stuff. And I, I think that the whole point was to kind of illustrate that. That's fair. Behind the scenes, it's been, it's been messy. Like the sort of, like especially if you don't like follow this team on a regular basis and you just think John Calipari's doing it all. No, he had some very important people around him that just are no longer there. And I think the one thing that was missing from the story that like you could argue why they've struggled during this is because the players just haven't been as good. And to to fix it, he went back and got one of those OG kind of tent poles. He got Orlando Antigua, right? That was an important guy. He's played a big role in getting the recruiting rocking and rolling again. That's why there's optimism going forward. But the rest of the guys, I, I mean, I, I think Kyle kind of illustrated it. Like that that's what made it work is because he organized it in a way that like, hey, this guy was a big deal. And from an X's and O standpoint, John Robick, you know, Kenny Payne, he was important in player relationships. And Dwayne Peavy, most importantly, was kind of a buffer between him and Mitch to where they could have a good relationship and not having like a surreal press conference where Mitch and Stoops are publicly like spouting off at their their coach. So, you know, I I, I think my biggest um, reason why I know the, the other why are you writing this now, Kyle? Are you trying to sabotage the season? Maybe he's maybe it could be good for the team. I don't know, but I I do think that what really needed to be said. You've heard me kind of some of the like when I talk about behind the scenes, and I'm just kind of like, ugh, and I get really frustrated with them. It's never one sort of big thing that I'm like trying to keep some sort of secret. It's just the seemingly lack of organization. Like with the Ivasich stuff, right? Where they're going back and forth and they've got to release statements because they're not they're not clearly on the same page. Um, the stupid cake, the cookie cake with the UK logo, right? Like that just looks like it was drawn on by a child. Um, the stickers on the floor at Rupp Arena. Like it's not it's all it's all a bunch of very little things that are that have sort of added up. And I think that was Kyle trying to illustrate this is how we kind of got to here, and this is why this season is such a big deal, because a bunch of Bad things have added up. Can he write the ship this year? Yeah, I, I again, Kyle's got a job to do, and he released something that got a ton of attention, so the timing of it, it it's understandable. Uh, Kyle's not in charge of Calipari's feelings or the UK basketball program's feelings, so he doesn't have to like check with them to make sure it's okay timing to release a story. Right. I think it's unfortunate timing for Cal in UK. It's, I think it's unfortunate for them, not that that should matter, but like when they're likely going to lose to Kansas, I think now the fire's almost already been kind of set on the season just to rehash all this stuff and to get fans pointing at one another, arguing whether you're a good fan or a bad fan or if you should support Cal or if you should be mad at him or it. At the end of the day, it goes back to what we discussed yesterday, and we didn't have a ton of time to chew on this article because it was kind of, you know, we were we were rushed with other things going on. But it just, none of it matters. None of it matters. My whole point at the end of it was just like, what's the point? And you're right, Roush, that like not, 
we can't assume that everybody knew all of this stuff that was going on. But it's all stuff that at when it happened during these times, we talked about in detail. Yeah, I mean, and like, like they like, were big deals when they happened, but it's easy to gloss over over just the course of the, time. The Cal Matt Jones feud has been a topic of the text line. And what? Oh, every other day, I gotta like skirt around. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, like that. There, there's a lot of stuff that is in there, and I and I, I think a lot of it. Unlike, and I guess that's a new piece of information that you have some. You have a former staffer acknowledging that, that, like yeah. Cal, on Cal's end, he's he's spending time on this feud. He's thinking about it. Which for Matt to say that this feud didn't start based on a phone call between those two because he wouldn't go on a show is just a lie. I mean, that is how all of it started. That's the genesis of their feud. Not to say that I would pretend to know every single detail since then, but that's when it all started. And I mean that's confirmed by a thousand people within the athletic program. That's when that all started. But that being said, it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. The fact UK lost Eric Lindsay does not matter. The fact that UK lost Dwayne Peavy going into the season, Roush, it does not matter. None of that stuff in Calip in in Cal Tucker's article on Calipari has anything to do with this upcoming season at all. So if they lose, it's not going to be because five years ago, PV left UK basketball program. It's not going to be because eight years ago, UK lost to Wisconsin in a heartbreaking defeat. It's just not going to have to do with those things. Now, if you wanted to counter argument that, you could say, well, this is all causation. Like UK basketball hasn't been winning at the level that we've wanted to. And Kyle's article details why that's the case. It's not one specific thing. It's yeah, this deterioration of, of yeah. little cracks that have caused this foundation to be incredibly unsteady. But Roush, and I, it's a difference of opinion, and everybody's entitled to one, and uh, sports radio is to have one and to, you know, hunker down in it and argue right. with people that D- disagree D- with D- you D- on in it. the trenches. But Roush, I think it just goes back to what I said yesterday, that, like, you haven't had the draft picks. You haven't had the draft picks. Yeah, yeah. And maybe you haven't had the draft picks because of some of the other stuff, right, because of right. the assistant coaches. You lost Payne, you lost, you lost Antigua. Things in-house yeah, weren't right. as organized. Maybe maybe there is something to that. But I think it just simply comes down to if the ball bounces another way or UK hits that shot on the final possession against St. Pete's, how are we viewing everything differently? I think some of it's bad luck mixed in with you also just not having the badass, definitively best players in college basketball anymore. And we feel like, and we could be wrong about this because we're wrong. I mean, we are wrong. We we feel like that this year is the team that has the NBA talent that Cal's used to. And that's why this is such a make-or-break year for him is because if you can't do it with a potential grouping of first-round draft picks, whether it ends up being two or four, you know, I use the, I use the four number. It's probably not going to be four, but it could be, so why wouldn't I say that? It could be four people drafted in the first round. If you can't do it with this group, I don't care about everything else that's happened over the years. I would just say, all right, you can't win with older guys. You're not being able to win with younger guys anymore. You're not getting any younger. You may The game may have just passed you by, and that's okay, but it may be at, after this year to move in a different direction or at least consider doing that. Just nothing from the article, though, is going to change my influence on – this well, season. And this is the make or break season. It's wins and losses this year. It has nothing to do with previous seasons. That's why I was shocked by the reaction to it. Because I am I also don't... I, I, the, the one part where I would disagree with you is that 
I don't think that this article is going to have people like that's why they're going to be mad and pointing fingers at the Kansas game. I think that was going to inevitably happen no matter what. I think more people will be like jumping in to the full because they yeah. were just reminded they were just reminded about a bunch of things that they were told they're supposed to be mad about. Yeah, but I think people are just mad about them. <laughs> you know, like I think we're, some we're, are. we're I think on edge so, going into are. the season. I think some and are, you, but like it's been it's been months of actual good momentum for a little bit, which is a little strange. Yeah, for UK but we basketball. also had the month of June where we're like. Where are the big guys, Cal? You got to get somebody. Not, like, and then, like, those waters got calmed. And for, like, a little bit, it was kind of kumbaya. Like, hey, this could be, like, we're excited about this season. Y'all are excited about this season. Yeah, the, la- the last few years haven't been what we've wanted, but this could be fun, right? And then now it's, we're back to, like, pitchforks and, like, that's why I'm just so, I'm so, I'm so shocked at the reaction to it. So shocked at the reaction to it. Because I don't think, like, this is – this from, like, like, the this people is, upset at Kyle? No, that reaction from, from or just any at, upset reaction at all. Because this got, is what gotcha. we're dealing with. Like, gotcha. well, I'm I'm on edge going into the season, and if they don't win, then, like, we're going to be – I'm going to be a lunatic. That's, now, a fair, that's, a fair, I, that's a fair take. Like, I'm going to – now, granted, I'm going to give them a lot of the non-conference season. Like, you can't lose them all, but, like, I'm I'm betting Kansas to cover. Like, there, there's no doubt in my mind that that's going to happen. And But, like – you got to beat, like, Miami, you got to beat Louisville, of course. Um, North- oh, you're going to beat Louisville by a million. Right. Uh, North Carolina is Like, you got to at least split Miami, North Carolina. And the other part, too, Gonzaga's not being played till February. Yeah, I expect them to be rocking and rolling by then. So, like, it's one of those things, TJ, where I'm, I know that some losses are going to come because this is a freshman team. But I do have high expectations for them, and I'm going to be – more upset than normal because I know that this is uh, probably a do or die year, right? It's it seems to be that way, and again, like it's never so black and white in UK athletics, uh, and that's great for our job, and mm-hmm. we're happy about it. And I and I, I I talked with Kyle. You know, it's funny. Like my my tweet wasn't specifically about anybody um of course i I love seeing like who everybody thinks it's about it's kind of like throwing the cow's little dog you throw a rock at a pack of dogs the one you hit is the one that yells yeah uh but kyle and i had a little back and forth because kyle is you know a normal human people can have disagreements about certain things i again i don't have an issue with him writing the article but it did sort of seem as if you just get your car washed and then you pull out and 36 birds just poop all over it. It's like Kentucky basketball's got something to look forward to. And, oh, no. But that's not Kyle's job to worry about that stuff. This was his preseason Kentucky basketball story. Yeah, and he's been working I mean, on it for a long time, he yeah. said. And he said it just kind of came – like it, it could have been released a month ago, but it wasn't finished a month ago. Yeah. Um, and, and I believe him on that. I did tell him I don't like – anonymous sources especially in like negative tones I, I just think that's chicken bleep I think that's cowardice if I don't like something about something you're doing and I feel confident enough to speak on it I'm, I'm not going to hide behind uh, the anonymous tag mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it right but that being said and I, I think that this I don't know if this is true or not true but I do think at least to be fair it needs to be mentioned it, it may have not like they these anonymous assistants don't they don't know what the story was about potentially. Kyle could have asked, "How much do you think that Wisconsin loss impacted him?" And you could have Jay Lou, Jay, I don't think would really know the answer to that. Uh, you could have who's 
let's say Slice. Let's say Slice was one of the anonymous sources. You could have Slice say, oh, it, it broke his heart. I love Cal, but he was just a changed man after that. You know, that's not such like a... That's not such an aggressively negative quote, Roush. It's almost more of a sympathetic quote. But when it can be worded in an article, I'm not be, saying it that can like be framed in a certain yeah, way. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying Kyle intentionally did it. I mean, I think the framing of the article was the framing of the article. It was things have been bad because usually you kind of open with, "Hey, I want to write a story about how things got to this point." And, and I think that's fair. Heading yeah. into a make or break season, I think that that's fine. I don't like anonymous sources, so I just I'm, I'm out on that to begin with. But I think Kyle would have been a little bit better served. And I think if you're kind of connecting the dots, he is trying to hold your hand along with this take. But I think he would have been a lot better served with all this stuff, Roush, to have this piece and then to come at the end and say, folks, I don't think it's changed. He's got the freshman that we've wanted. And I know that this isn't like an opinion piece necessarily, mm-hmm. but I think it. I think it. What Kyle is alluding to throughout this article is, folks, things have been bad for a little bit. Don't expect just to snap your fingers and it to change this year. That's the tone I got from the article when I was finally able to log into my athletic and read the article. <laughs> that was the tone I got. Was things have kind of been in the wrong direction. Nothing overly major, but a bunch of little chips. Can it change this year? And I thought the tone of Kyle was. No, it ain't going to change. And if that's his take, then it's probably even more of an electric article to begin with. Although Kyle may not want to like paint himself in a corner of taking a stance one way or another. And I understand that, but that'd be a pretty big deal that like, Hey, Roush, this athletic writer writes this piece, just detailing everything wrong in the basketball program for the last several years. And UK has got a group of the most talented freshmen in college basketball. He doesn't think it's going to matter. He thinks they're going to stink again. That's kind of newsworthy. Yeah, no, and I think he thinks that too. I do. That's, I, that's, that's the tone, what, that but was he his didn't come previous, out and say it. You well, know? that was his previous article that we were talking about the other day, like zigging and zagging. Yeah. Yeah. Where, I agree with you that he, I think that he doesn't think that things are changed. I think he thinks that it's not going to be an overly successful season. Uh, the one uh, other uh, hang-up that I always have during this debate is, uh, I mean, it's, it is clear that Cal changed at 15, but to act like nothing good has happened since then. The 17 team was awesome. 17 team was awesome. That 19 I think team they was were, awesome. I think they were built more for a title than any of his teams, that 17 team. I mean, they they had the perfect pieces that worked well together. But um, the one quote was, this hasn't been fun. So I wanted to, what what, what has been the most fun team? What's, let's take 17 out since, since the May shot. Most fun Kentucky basketball team. I think you can make a case that the Tyler Hero team was most fun, or I think when the Kellen Grady team was rocking and rolling, that team was incredibly fun so, so we we are ruins it for me for the kellen grady team okay so i'm taking that one out and Ashton even when Hagen's, it was like ty ty grady mince on the wing I mean, it was fun that was a fun trio yeah but then we are just yeah but, but, but what about when he wouldn't get in <laughs> it was great it was great um hagan's almost ruined it for me I liked like Hagen's. Hey, we remember Hagen's differently uh, because than I, of the, that it, the incident at the Aub- end of the season. No, it's the Auburn game for me. It's like, dude, you're oh. a defensive guy. Stop freaking Bryce Brown. He's gotcha. not good. Like, yeah. you you go to the Final Four if you can just play any defense that you're supposed to be good at. But I, he was a youngin, and but, uh, you know, but, I think they were asking him maybe to do more than he should have. But yeah, the, I, the, I hear you. The twenty team. I don't know what it was about 
quickly and maxi that they just looked like they were having so much fun. Uh, that performance quickly, that shriek he went on against Florida, where like even I mean it was like swishes and swishes, but even his misses would like hit every part of the rim and then just whoop roll on in. He was just like in fuego. So much fun to watch. That yeah, Arkansas no, like, game, that P- was that, the game at Arkansas is still one of the most fun games I've ever. Again, attended. that's why, I, like, that's why I don't care so much. Again, Kyle's a great writer, and I, I like him. I, I, I like him personally. I don't always have to agree with every one of his takes, and that's obvious. Nobody should ever agree with everybody, but that's why I just don't care about this article, and that's why I think that like UK winning cures everything. And I think the reason this article is written is because UK hasn't had a March Madness run. But I don't think Kentucky's far off. I think Kentucky has been close. I don't think it matters. Uh, and, I, and that's what I'll get to here in a moment. Trust me, it doesn't matter. But last year's team underachieved with the National Player of the Year returning. It sounds like that locker room was lost. UK made a mistake bringing Severe Wheeler back. Um, even if it wasn't all his fault. And I'm not saying that it was all his fault, but at the end of the day, two straight years, some locker room issues. He's kind of the common denominator there. Um, but it was an, uh, that last year was uh, was disappointing. That being said, they had a chance to beat Kansas State. They had every chance in the world. That Livingston three, I still see it ra- rolling around the rim there from the corner. If that goes in, it's a whole different ball game. If they beat Kansas State, could that team go to a Final Four? Absolutely, they could have. And think about that if you survive Kansas State with Antonio Reeves shooting 1 of 15. You probably feel fr- pretty good about him not doing that again, hopefully. Then, the year before that, Roush, obviously, it was a fun season. It all came crashing down at the end because of injuries. But and you should never lose the St. Pete's under any circumstance. Worst, worst loss in the history of UK basketball. But if you win that, that team could make a run. And they just didn't, you know? It was, just, they, it was their night to get got. Year before that, probably the most embarrassing season in UK basketball history. So to couple those things together, it's frustrating, and that's not good. But it was a pandemic. I mean, there right. are built-in excuses there. The For year me, before if that, they don't, if they don't lose the stupid St. Peter's, though, because things are so different. Well, and things in, are so different. In 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 that, um, I didn't realize it at the time, but that felt like a straw that broke the camel's back and. And really, all of the little things that were adding up, that was the final equation. Was well, it's losing like people, that team. like that, that obviously BJ Boston, Devin Askew team, like that was inexcusable. It was a horrible season. Right. But with the pandemic and with Cal's track record, people were like, we, we will bypass this. Yeah. Then you, you rock, weird. then you rock yeah, and roll. Weird. And it's like, all right, you're back. Regular season. You know, things were great. I think Kentucky was the top five team for a good chunk of that season. Yeah. And then the St. Peter's loss. Right. And it's just like it totally erased that regular season, and it's almost like you just stacked two mm-hmm. terrible seasons back to each other because you kind of did. You know, you didn't get the March payout. And then this past season, not a great regular season, but you know what? You could have made it all up in March, but instead you let Kansas State have that moment instead of y'all. And I just think if any one of those things go a little differently. But for the Cal haters, South End Josh, he's probably listening thinking, on the flip side, why is there any evidence to suggest that it's going to get back to the earlier days? If the ball keeps bouncing the wrong way, at some point it's not just a coincidence. You got a you got a weird ball. Man. So at the end of the day, you can have your opinions on it. B 
be be nice to Kyle. He's got a job to do. You may not like the article, and that's fine too. I don't like anonymous sources. But it doesn't change anything for this season. This is the make or break season. This is the season that we've pointed to for now about two years, saying, hey, this is going to be his star freshman talent group. What's he going to do with it? A little bad luck to get started, Roush, with the injuries with the big guys. That's 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 not Cal's fault. It's nope. just not as much as people want to point fingers, not his fault. But I think, you know, Bradshaw being in the gym at 140 at night, Scoops, that, that, that's probably a good sign. I, I, I think so. That's that's something. You know, him working out, getting shots up. He's got to be getting close. And then if you're rocking with Bradshaw, Mitchell, and all the other guys well, on the wings. What point do we start getting mad if Bradshaw is still posting late night workout videos and not playing? Uh, December. December? Okay. I'll, I'll give it November. Because it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme. Of yeah. So like you're playing yeah. for. Uh, I was going to say I need I need to see one of them back by January. I, I do want to I do want to like preface by, that pro, by conference play. Like you know, again, a lot of times you'll have years where it'll be like, have a, at the end of the day, just have a good March, and that's all we care about. I do think it's important this regular season needs to have people pumped. Like it doesn't. You don't need like losses are understandable, well, and you, but you can't lose every big game. And you all yes, that that's that's significant because that's what it's felt like as of late. Um, and also, you need to give yourself a good path in the NCAA tournament by winning some big games. Yeah, uh, you, you just need to keep the fan base motivated, excited, and the best thing you can do is, you know, lose Kansas, but then don't lose again until conference play. Found out Roush yesterday. Finally started to, like, look into the UK-UNC game. Like, all right, probably would leave Friday. Would we want to do the kid? Kid could be an easy kid trip but also probably be fine you know I started to like process the trip instantly remembered oh I'm doing the French Lick Polar Express thing in December I better make sure it's not that weekend oh it's the same weekend same weekend (laughs) Polar Express thing isn't that cool dude we got our we had to get our tickets for that in January what January (laughs) January and we're going December sixteenth at three thirty. The cats play right five. The cats play five thirty. Really won't start closer to six. So I, I'm hoping that like I'll just be able to watch that game at like a French Lick Casino or something. I don't know. Maybe a Tom Leach game on the way home or something potentially. But uh, yeah, just the second that I started looking into it, I was like, all right, this is gonna be fun. I can't wait. Let me double check just to make. Oh, it's December sixteenth. So I think I'm going to try to go to that Gonzaga game. But besides that, I don't know if I'll – I don't think I'm going to do the Chicago trip. That one's just kind of snuck up a little too quick. So besides that, I don't know if I'm going to be traveling for the Cats at all, football or basketball. The wife was like, we could go to L's bowl game. Gross. I'm probably going to go to – if they go to Charlotte, I'm going to have to go. She was asking – she was like, where is the ACC championship? Yeah, Charlotte. And I was like, I was like, I think it's Charlotte, but I think they did have it in Jacksonville for a year or two, but I think it's in Charlotte. I had a f- she got excited about Jacksonville. Except, really? Well, we've, she's got family there. Oh. Because, like, the one thing that's nice about Charlotte is that the stadium's walking distance to things. Like uh-huh. there's, there's, they have a nice downtown. Um, I enjoyed it for the Mayo Bowl. I wouldn't be mad if Kentucky was. She was like, I wouldn't care. We could go to the UK bowl game, which is very sweet of her to say, but I was like, Ugh. You want to go to Memphis? I was like, uh, That's Liberty, exactly yeah. what I said. You're I was like, I don't think you want to go to Memphis. And then sometimes she'll have this like outburst laugh that probably isn't like the prettiest thing, but I think it's kind of like cute. But she was like, 
I was like, wasn't that funny? I was like, I do want to go to Memphis as an I've adult never, I've never been to Memphis. I, I want to go to Bill Street. I'll I've, have a great time. I've been as a kid several I'm going to play the Walking times. in Memphis song a lot. My dad used to have to, he would drag us to the Liberty Bowl, and U of L would be playing Boise State or Colorado State, and it would be 10 degrees in Memphis, and we'd be totally miserable at probably the dumpiest stadium in all of America, which I think they've maybe upgraded or done some stuff to, or maybe they haven't done anything to. Uh, but that being said, no, that if I'm thinking of like a weekend getaway, because it's always fun to have something to look forward to, to have like a trip planned, have, you know, something exciting. Uh, I don't think I would want it to be Memphis. And that's the only bad thing about bowl games is you have such little time to really prep for them. But yeah, U L probably going to play in the ACC championship game. I'm not crazy about that. They got to win. Not crazy Saturday. about their basket. And they're going to. They have to beat Virginia Tech and Virginia at home. And they're going to go to, and they can lose to Miami. They can lose at Miami. As long as they beat Virginia Tech and Virginia at home, they're going to the ACC championship game. And Brahms' first year. They can lose to Virginia Tech. They're not losing to Virginia Tech at home. Lost played on the road. Virginia Tech and Virginia Pitt are sticks. trash. Yeah, if the game was on the I road, mean, Pitt, I think it'd be a different Pitt, story. But they're not losing Pitt. these okay. games. They're, they're not. Rash, I hope they do. I don't want them to go to the ACC yeah. championship game in year one. And I don't think they're going to win. I think they're probably going to get smoked by Florida State. But that's going to be big for them. Oh, if they go, I'll go and I'll have. And I will say, does it feel this? No, nah, I'm not even going to bring it up because it's coming. It's coming from a Kentucky fan. It's just like if I'm going to go to a conference championship game, which U of L fans are like, "Hey, Kentucky, you don't have to worry about that." And it's true. Sadly, yeah. it's true right now. Yeah. Uh, I I would like to win something to do it, like winning the East to go to the instead of just like having the second best record in the ACC because well, you had you played the worst that's, teams. That's, a, that's how conferences work from now on. I don't like that. I think this is a little like glimpse into like me not really being crazy about that. Of course, if Kentucky was going to the SEC championship game, I wouldn't care. But I do think it'd but, be more fun to like you well, could you could hang, you could hang new, like an ACC coastal banner. You know, yeah, you can't but, hang like a ACC finalist banner. That's kind the, of embarrassing. The overall, the moral of the story is conference championship games don't matter in the college football playoff twelve team era. That's that's because that's what this. Yeah, is. they will. Yeah, they will. I mean, I think, but like, I think really, this Louisville team would be a perfect example of that. Like if they won their com- if they won the ACC and had one loss, even with it being Pittsburgh, they are definitely getting into a twelve team, but they're not getting into a four team. That's what I mean, though. But like, why do we need the championship game? Just like, I- well, because if they lose, then they won't get in because that'd be two losses, and they're not getting in with a twelve team playoff with two losses with their terrible, crappy schedule. Either way, I hate conference championship games because they're all blowouts, and this is their way of trying to make them less blowouty. Because mostly because the Big Ten West, you get divisions that go up and down. So by just making it the best records, you should have fewer blowouts and more competitive games. We haven't had a lot of competitive games conference championship weekend as of late. Come April, I'll know a thing or two about blowouts again. Hey, it's been a while since we've had a blowout. Knock on wood. Yep. All right, uh, Scoots, we're long overdue for our final break, huh? Long overdue. Just one of those shows where we just keep rolling. Yep. Just tell the commercials, hey, get out of town, you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Better not. This is Kentucky Roll Call. One final segment coming up next. My love is deeper than the holler, stronger than the river, higher than the pine trees growing tall upon the hill. My love is purer than the snowflakes that fall in late December. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. How much time? 30? 30 seconds? 
I'm on right now. I don't believe you. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call on BigXSportsRadio.com. Big X promo code at ShadyRays.com is going to save you 40% on your order. That's right, 40% when the promo code Big X at checkout. The best polarized sunglasses from a company that started right here in Kentucky and has taken the globe by storm. They're stylish. They're great. You won't be disappointed. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the promo code Big X for 40% off at checkout. Polarized sunglasses, affordable prices, and saving 40% on your order with the promo code Big X. That's why we love Shady Rays. Okay, Roush, uh, we've got a lot of text to get to. Let's do it. Uh, uh, I did want to say that uh, we have more in the Michigan sign stealing. Uh, the coaches are now asked, the Big Ten coaches are ticked off, and they're asking Commissioner Tony Petiti to do something. Uh, they had a 90-minute conference call where Jim Harbaugh, it was an hour without Harbaugh, who hung up after it and they just spoke freely about it and basically said you need to do something about it to who the big 10 yeah they want the big 10 commissioner to step in and punish them right now during the middle of the season instead of waiting until after it ends it'll be significant okay we'll keep an eye on that hey big blue drew had a tweet shouting out lynn bowden today bowden thursday um oh and another horse died at the breeders cup that's not good. No. Not great, Bob. And also, man, the, the fields. It's not looking it's like all, all the big, fun horses. Not a lot of them. Honestly, until last week, I wasn't sure where the Breeder Cup was was even taking place. Anita. It could have been in Kentucky, and I would. I, I felt like I would have probably heard about it, but yeah. yeah, I, yeah I, it I, I took don't, me a minute to figure out, too. Is this San Anita or Delmar? I'll, be, I'll definitely get into horse racing next April for sure. You're just like, you know what? Don't need it this year. Don't need the British Cup this year. That's fine. You don't need it. Let's work our way up on the text line and just try to do our best. <laughs> what the hell was that, Scoots? What noise was that? That's That was me laughing through my nostrils. Uh, I, will- I, just, I, I truly, for the first time in my Kentucky roll call career, I have no idea what we're going to do about this text line. It is completely out of control. Um, Kirby did share a funny story. Can I read that one before we go down? We need a third hour. What's up? Fun fact, had to cover for one of Roush's buddies at work when a customer couldn't get in touch with him. They tried calling him multiple times, and one of his friends, hell, maybe it was Roush, answered the phone and said the gentleman was busy leg wrestling and couldn't come to the phone. Was that you? I mean, it very well could have been. Customer wasn't too mad after we handled, thanked us, and then asked, what the hell is leg wrestling? (laughs) A lot of fun. Texter says... Fun fact, the animated character is Josh Oh Hutcherson. Josh Hutcherson, Union Kentucky native and basketball fan. That's on the Polar Express. Oh, I didn't realize that. Sounds like a couple co hosts are jealous they don't get to ride the Polar Express. I can't believe you have to book those tickets the a year Polar out. Express, but I think we like well, first off. Oh. I know. I, I won't get into we, it. We we don't I was gonna say we don't have to go down that road. But we like booked 30 or 40 tickets. So I think that's part of the reason we had to do it so well, far in advance. There's, there's but I was looking it up when I found out that, like, oh, no, it's the same date. And I was looking at it. I was like, oh, my gosh, this thing looks awesome. Looks just like the movie. The kids love it. They have, like, three different seating tiers. And, like, one of them is super cool where, like, the ceiling looks like a tube. And it's just like, uh, no, we're in the worst seating. 
Mm-hmm. We're the we're in the coach. Yeah. If this is the Titanic, we're like the people that are rolling dice in that yeah, in the you, hallways. You, you're at the shoveling bottom. coal into the. We're doing yeah, that. Yeah. This is we're at the, and now I may miss the UK UNC game. I can't go to it now because of it. But now watching it's even in somewhat of jeopardy. All uh, there's just going to be screaming kids. There's going to be couples fighting. It's going to be the best time of the year. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, "Kyle Tucker sucks eggs." I don't think he sucks eggs. I don't always agree with them, but that's okay. Kentucky's big dog mentality with their chihuahua playing habits is super embarrassing for the program. You're, I get so annoyed by that. Like, that's the kind of stuff you say. It's just so stupid. Like, making fun of other teams for, like, talking trash and calling them, like, punks or thugs or whatever you want to call them, that's such a loser thing to say. Like, everybody talks trash. And if you've ever watched Barry on Brown, a player who's, I think he's pretty good at football. If you want players that are good, they're going to talk a little bit of trash. The guy's standing over there by the end zone waiting for Tennessee to come out so they can kneel down and pray. Barry on's the only one over there who's like thumbs down in him and like jaw. There's a little more like pushing and shoving than just Barry on. But, but like, yeah, it, you, you, oh, breaking news, football players talk trash. It's like, it's similar with things with basketball where, if people are just kind of mad about stuff, if they find something that they can get madder about, they're not going to miss the opportunity. So people that are upset with the football team losing three games, which I'm there with you, uh, they may take this and just say, oh, another thing. This team's undisciplined. They, they're focused on the wrong things. <laughs> you know, they're takes, Roush. Everybody's got them. Uh, I'm jumping ahead. Just dip, Does Deputy Dip Poop remember when UofL was a three-touchdown favorite at home and tried to have their marching band March through the Kentucky players getting off the bus, and then they lost? Yeah. It, Debbie Doofus is a goober. Breaking news, folks. Yeah. I hope everybody's sitting down for that one. Money phone. This Kentucky basketball team is second-round team at best, and Bradshaw isn't going to play for you all. He's waiting to play professionally. I disagree on both of those, but thank you for texting in. Thanks for the call on the Diamondback Scoots. Now my kids aren't getting Christmas presents. No, that's what you get for not fading me. I've been on a super cold streak lately. So that's kind of on you, pal. Uh, we got Big Al's Picks of the Week on the Spears Show today. That's right. I can't wait. Even Trilly? That's crazy. Trilly, what a dumb name to make middle-aged folks like myself say. What's Trilly Donovan? Who is Trilly Donovan? I really thought it was Mark <laughs> Titus. Football players talking trash to each other. I'm shocked. I know. Right. That Yeah. Was that Roush's burner? Oh, maybe so. No, but I agree with that take. Like, people are going <laughs> to talk trash, but it's better that you win when you do it than lose. Hey, fellas, Brad from Bellbrook here. Scoots is Stone Cold Steve Austin, more like Pebble Cold Steve Austin. Get it? <laughs> He's short. Don't worry, Scoots. I'm only 5'8", so we're both vertically challenged. Short fellas, unite. Unite. Mm, I like the phrase short king. It's a great phrase. Roush, would you rather lose to Louisville or Tennessee in football? Um, I, I hate Tennessee fans much more. I would rather, oh gosh, what a terrible take. I'd much rather lose to Tennessee in football than Louisville. I hate losing to Tennessee in football, but it's much more living well, in the, see, these parts. The, the other part too, TJ, is that like we haven't like I don't even remember what that feeling is like. It's been so long. Oh, it's gonna. I mean, it's. it's, it's I feel like the someday. Titanic lady, just like it's been eighty-four years. And, you know, so like I that that's where it's it basically just comes down to who have you lost to more recently? That's who I don't want to lose to. When I've already thought about the day that it happens, like when UK loses to U of L in basketball or football, 
Football, I will be at the game, regardless of where it is. I'll be there. Basketball, if it's at U of L, I'll definitely be there. If it's at UK, I probably won't. But there's going to be a day where UK loses, and U of L fans, Roush, are going to be so obnoxious. So obnoxious. And I hope it's not this year. But I've already come to the grips of like, you're just going to have to take it. Like, when U of L eventually beats UK in football, and hopefully it's not this month. Like, if I'm walking out of Cardinal Stadium, Fed Cred, Papa John's Pizza Box Stadium, mm-hmm. I'm just going to have to take it. Like, U of L fans that are going to be, you know, laughing, waving their goodbye, I'm just going to have to soak it all in and be like, you know what? It's been, it's been a fun five years. Now, y'all are, I'm, you know, this is how it works. But I hope it's not this year. I still don't think it's this year. But a loss to Mississippi State would really have me uh, thinking differently. A texter says, the whole 7-5 record is still very good for UK football is a load of absolute crock. Kentucky football is no longer Joker Phillips era. I'm kind of over always giving Stoops that benefit of the doubt. Yes, he's the sole reason that we have those expectations now, but at some point we have to stop giving the benefit of the doubt. No excuse to lose the past two games. Feel like it's been on coaching and not talent. I just don't want to talk about a seven and five record when they don't have a seven and five record. Like let's get what we have we have all offseason to talk about big season expectations for the program, the problem. Like, can we Anybody saying that this year hasn't been disappointing up to this point is just lying to themselves. Doesn't mean that this month couldn't be great. Yeah, like you can you completely know? change Roush all of those totally narratives. Roush is totally right. We will have that. plenty yeah. of time to talk about if expectations are met or not met. Up to this point, they haven't been, but there's still a lot and, of big games that are going to mean a lot to Kentucky fans and, over this month. And if they win one of the last two home games, then it's not disappointing. Like, it's it's the difference in one game, right? Yeah. Like, so you have to go make up for that. Go do that at the end of the year. Because you'll feel a lot different about this season if Louisville's a top 10 team and you beat them at their place in the final game of the year. Like, you just will. You know, totally it, will. You go to be Anybody an able, may yeah, still, like, That Tennessee loss is always going to bother us. They always freaking do. But, like, yeah, yeah, Roush is right about that. Our offense in Leary really stepped up. Our defense has been absolutely abysmal the past three games. Figure it out, Brad. I understand Tennessee's tempo on offense is exhausting, but we seem to always get fooled by it every season. Is that a coaching issue each time we play Tennessee, or is that them? That's a great question. I think that I'm starting to think that Kentucky is doing the Patino thing with Tennessee's offense. Remember how Patino would always get like extra worked up for the Kentucky game, and he'd kind of blow it? Yes. I'm worried that that – because – I definitely think that's something going on. Yeah, because like – now, yeah, I, I think that's starting to be the case because I, they just, I, they've, I they just give said, them problems, the way that they stress them. I think we it, said that last week going into it. That yeah, like, you, you, know, you did. They're, you they're mi- very you relaxed the about exact, the Louisville uh, game. Allegory. Yeah. yeah, but this seems a little strange. I, I Yeah, and I think you know some of that stuff Barion's doing may indicate that, that like big dog's barking a little too much. But people talk trash. You can't get too worked up about that. A texter says, Chris Fisher is straight up firing away about John Vincent Calipari. Plumley, bro, that's a little bit of a stretch. He was talking about how the cookie cake was in the, in the court was was slacking. Uh, his overall sentiment was that like how you hey, do anything is how you do everything. Which, by the way, that's like I like the sentiment of that quote, but totally just not true. You know, <laughs> like I am a horrible cook, but I'm great at cornhole. Like, you know, yeah, okay. but the sentiment is like what effort you put into something. Right. And, and, and that's, you don't want to look like that. Like you're not putting that effort in organizationally. Yes. Um, which it's, 
that's, uh, the cookie the cake thing. was bad. Wasn't a good look on the cookie cake. The Rupp Arena floor is horrible. I do think that UK basketball could stand to have somebody that is just like focused on all these little small details. And I don't know who that person is. I'd do a great job at it, by the way. The cookie cakes would be on the money. A texter says, uh, decent human 101, you don't leave a shopping cart in the middle of the parking lot. You use your blinker. You don't leave time on the microwave when you're finished. And on Halloween, if you aren't participating in trick-or-treat, you don't leave your porch light on. I about went big daddy on this guy with all his lights on, watching TV in his living room with the curtains open, staring down my five-year-old as she rang the doorbell. Give her your watch. <laughs> it's a great scene from oh, Big Daddy. Man, great callback too. And I agree with your decent humans one oh one. Those are all things that really bother me when I don't when people don't the microwave thing, not as huge. I was gonna say I haven't yeah, haven't heard that one before. Yeah. It sounds to me like John Calipari is mentally checked out for eight years. <laughs> I think that's a stretch. Why are we paying this man all that money? He does nothing but fight with the fan base and the media and make moves just to spite them. I'll never get over the fact he didn't play Dante Allen when he was the one person that put us in the best position to win. I'm, I'm sensing some sarcasm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. You got you us. You got us. Yeah, we got got on that the one. The Dante Allen one really gave it away. I will say, though, like a serious point from this sarcastic text is that, like, and this has been a talking point I've had for years. Cal, this Cal, t- like Cal asked you for comment and you said no. Like again, this is another thing yeah, where you can... if you just would have played the media game, things could be so much easier on you. But and I don't think he fights with media. The the Matt Jones stuff, it is what it is. But it's not like he goes and fights with other media necessarily. Um, and also, I, I disagreed with Kyle's wording about like him picking fights, and he mentioned Mitch Barnhart, Stoops, and and Matt. And it's like, which one of those did he actually pick? He said something. He said the wording wrong with the football stuff, and Stoops got super sensitive about it. But like, which ones of these did he actually go pick or like seek out? Yeah, that well, and see, and that was my biggest argument is you can say it was a slip of the tongue, but John Calipari never had slips of the tongue previously well I mean but then you know what I mean Kentucky is a basketball school he shouldn't have just thrown in Alabama and Georgia though like that was a little disrespectful to the football program when but but his point was well taken that like hey our facilities need to be top-notch we're we're the top-notch basketball school we need to have the best and I understand that uh but he he stepped in a little bit and that was turned into a ginormous deal but Cal could make stuff easier on himself by being friendly with media like if do you think the sentiment of Calipari, if he's going into KS Bar every other week and bringing his recruits in there every week, do you think the perception of him has changed throughout the fan base? Yes. The it's not a debate; it's a factual answer. Yes. Well, he would, but he's not a KSR bar star. I mean, but he does he go out anywhere? He doesn't do anything. Yeah, he doesn't do interviews. Yeah, he does, yeah. like he'll do Dan Patrick occasionally. Right. Uh, he did that Fox interview, which was you know kind of out of left field, but it was nice to just get something. A texter says he is recruiting. Is is Jane Quaintance? Is he going to? He's going to be a cat, baby. When's when's is that happening? Soon? Sooner than later. Okay. Podcast listener here. Future Halloween suggestion for Stone Cold Dingus: Give out cold <laughs> beers to trick or treaters, and when word gets out, you'll meet all kind of single moms and bachelorettes. <laughs> hey, oh come on! Hey, I did have a uh, couple of housekeepers at the hotel yesterday. It was the two that I'm the closest with, and I was really worried, freaking out about what they were going to say about my hair. They just looked at me and they said that I looked mas interesante. Mm. more interesting yeah and i was are. like i was like for the ladies and they were like yeah and i was like okay maybe i'll keep it salt lake brian double text sorry tj was actually lock was that actually lock you were arguing with over twitter he tweets like a five-year-old that's just classic lock 
Like, I'm saying UK's talent has a lot of NBA talent and is going to be a talented team, and I'm excited about that. And he has to push back to be like, that doesn't mean you're going to be good. I'm like, yeah, I totally agree with you. Salt Lake City, Brian, back in Louisville for a wedding. I'm the same age as you all, so I have to ask, have you been to outer space? Gut says no. I don't know what that is. No idea what you're talking about. All right, everybody have a great Thursday. I will take the, the Steelers tonight, but go Will Levis. I'm rooting for him big time. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We will see you on Friday. <laughs> She's gone country. Back to her roots. She's gone country. A new kind of suit. She's gone country. Yes, she comes.